Inside Chicago government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews about and sounds of Chicago government. I'm Dave Gloetz. In this episode, we'll hear excerpts from the full city council meeting that met on May 26, 2021. The council met in person for the second time since the start of the pandemic. In this, the standard version of the episode, we'll hear a bit of a debate about the siting of a new housing development close to an existing asphalt manufacturing plant. Aldermen disagreed on the environmental safety of putting affordable housing units in that area. That's in the standard episode you're about to hear. In the premium version of this episode, which you can get by subscribing at shygov.com, you can hear excerpts from other proceedings of the May 26th sitting council meeting, namely a debate over whether to allow the expansion of a cannabis dispensary on the northwest side, which had some black aldermen wanting to press pause until dispensary licenses see more equity in distribution. We'll also hear the next in the ongoing saga of an attempt to rename Outer Lakeshore Drive in honor of Jean-Baptiste Pointe-du-Sable. We'll hear the actual parliamentary maneuver that derailed that effort. You'll also hear the chief sponsor of that effort and how he planned to exact retribution for having had his plan foiled. Finally, in the premium version, you'll be able to hear a long-retired veteran alderman attempt to honor another longtime city employee and how much patience the mayor and others in the city council had for that sort of thing. All of that comes with analysis from me and from my colleague, Chicago Reader columnist Ben Jarofsky. Here's the standard episode. During the city council meeting, there was a report from the zoning committee about a building at 2139 West Pershing Road. This development would have over 100 affordable housing units, but it's next to a manufacturing facility operated by a company called Matt Asphalt, M-A-T Asphalt. The clip we're going to listen to starts with zoning committee chair alderman Tom Tunney of the 44th Ward. This is the adaptive reuse of the warehouse next to McKinley Park. There's been a call for a roll call. Madam Clerk, please call the roll. Alderman Laspada. Alderman Sadlowski Garza. I would like to defer to my colleague, Alderman Cardenas. It's in his ward. Chair recognizes Alderman Cardenas. This is a great reuse of property that has been abandoned for decades upon decades. To vote against it would mean that we negate affordable housing and other types of housing development for McKinley Park. What are we talking about? What, what are we doing here? We claim and we scream that, that we need housing, affordable housing. That's what this does. It repurposes buildings that are strong, that were built many generations ago. The chair recognizes Alderman Sawyer. The last thing that I want to do is vote against a colleague regarding a project in his ward. But at this time, I would like to ask that this matter be deferred and published until such a time that we can get some additional environmental concerns answered. I think that was the gist of the objections that were raised yesterday. There's a, there's a I believe, by Sixto Lopez. We only need two. Thank you, Alderman Vasquez. Sir, we're going to have order here, okay? We're not going to call out. This item is deferred and published. The chair recognizes Alderman Ryan. 
as a point of order, I, I thought we had an open roll call before defer and publish was called. Therefore, you can't call for a defer and publish during a roll call, if, I, if I'm correct. Is that true, parliamentarian? On conferring with the parliamentarian, Alderman Riley is correct. The, there was the, a pending roll call vote. I direct the clerk to call the roll. Last question. Alderman Spazzato. Is it okay? So I'm on the plan commission, and I'm embarrassed to say the beating that man took from the plan commission. They called them names without calling them names. I know he worked hard on this. The bottom line is, folks, if people don't want to live in a $2,000 apartment for $1,000 a month or whatever it is, they don't have to live there. The chair recognizes Alderman Haddon. Our own Department of Housing denied funding to this project because of environmental concerns. We need to make better decisions. Our city and our predecessors have made decisions that have put low-income people in environmentally dangerous situations. It would be very unwise for you to support, without further environmental review, passing this project. Chair recognizes Alderman Ramirez-Rosa. So has a system of aldermanic prerogative where we turn to our local colleagues and say, you tell us what you think is best for your ward. Generally, I would say I want to support my colleague on this zoning change. But we also know that there's Neighbors for Environmental Justice, an organization that was formed specifically to oppose the environmental racism that has existed on the southwest side for entirely too long and to speak out against the Matt Asphalt plant being right next to a park, right next to a school, right next to people's homes. Poor people, working class people, they often don't have a choice as to where they get to live in this city. And that choice is shrinking day after day after day as affordable two and four flats are torn down in communities. And it is a travesty that in this moment, we're considering putting 120 affordable apartments that we're going to say, you know what? Guess where you get to go. You get to go right next to an asphalt plant. Don't you love it? Aren't you so happy? Here's your affordable option in the city of Chicago. Breathe in the fumes. Wow. Then the fumes. Just as a little parliamentary detail there, Ben, Alderman Rod Sawyer of the 6th Ward attempted to make a motion for something called defer and publish, which is something that when an alderman presents it, if he or she can team up with another alderman, they can delay consideration of whatever is currently being considered till the next council meeting. I'll say finally that this motion passed 36 to 13. So you want an informed vote. So you don't want to just say, well, the local alderman's for it, so therefore I'm automatically for it because I believe in automated prerogative. At the same time, I don't know, putting all that housing next to an asphalt plant. I've not seen the environmental reports without having seen the reports. I'm always skeptical about the city of Chicago. So often is the case in the city of Chicago. Deals are made and all the evidence is kind of behind closed doors. And if you want to see the evidence, you have to file Freedom of Information Act requests, and you may see their evidence. It may be redacted, on the other hand. Chicago does not have a good track record being open and honest about how it oversees development deals. That is for certain. They're definitely not honest about the subsidy end of it, whether it needs to be subsidized. So I would have tremendous reservations, Dave, about voting for this, even with the local alderman's support. But if I voted against the local alderman, they'd hold that against me, wouldn't they? They'd go, oh, look who wants his zoning approved further down the road. So you're saying there would be retribution? Yes, absolutely. That's all we've got for the standard episode. If you'd like to hear the full-length premium version of the episode, including material not heard on any other podcast, please subscribe at shygov.com. 
or if you're already a subscriber, log in at shygov.com, go to the Chicago menu, and choose City Council to find the premium version of the episode. As always, we welcome your comments, your questions, and suggestions for future interviews. Using email, you can get those to us via comment at shygov.com. I'm Dave Glowatz. Thanks for listening.